Everybody, hi, and welcome back to Press B to Cancel. My name is Guy Prime. It's great to be here. I've missed all of you. So you weren't (laughs) expecting it. I had to put it in where you weren't expecting it. I would love to talk for the next 45 minutes uh, just uninterrupted, but it's not in the cards this day. I've got three other rapscallions here on the dais with me, as always. Pulse 109, say what's up. What is up? Hello, whoever's listening. It's great to see both of you. Uh, also out there is, oh, sorry, Jake. Sick Jake, I don't want to dox you, Jake. Sick Jake. Uh, <laughs> say hi to everybody. Jake, sick Jake. Look. <laughs> That's it? Welcome back, GP. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And as always, my man, Werewolf. How's it going? How was your... Uh... Your tour? Uh, it was it was okay. Here's the thing. I am not allowed within a certain all-hours breakfast chain establishment anymore. I will not say which. Uh, I will let you all speculate. And if anybody would like to join our Discord and add their guess as to where and why I am no longer allowed into this otherwise fine breakfast dining establishment, please... Feel free to do so. It's got to be IHOP. If it's the one I'm thinking of, no, you're not you're not missing much. If it's the one I'm not thinking of, then that's a shame. The, actually, everything I just said is a lie. It's not a fine establishment. It's shit. Well, so. again, IHOP. Because IHOP's the only place I know where you get an extra <laughs> large fountain drink with your pancakes in the morning. No, I oh, love IHOP, God. actually. Ugh. It's weird. You know what, what is great at IHOP is their, uh, their mozzarella sticks. And their uh, their steak tips, like their burnt ends or whatever, <laughs> it has no business being good at the IHOP, but it is. Yeah, burnt steak is just that's what you want. This is not at all what the, <laughs> the conversation was supposed to be about tonight. <laughs> uh, and for anybody who's who's curious, tonight we were planning on discussing uh, our favorite Konami arcade games. <laughs> So uh, what I'm going to do, I know typically what I do is go around and I ask everybody about your experiences and thoughts, but I think I will just talk about my experiences first, <laughs> then I will ask everybody. Does that sound okay? Sounds like a plan. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've missed you guys. I've been gone for the past six weeks, and it feels great to be back. So honestly, guys, thank you for A, allowing me to come back, uh, but B, I don't know if you guys noticed that I was gone, but anyway... I've been listening to the podcast that you guys have put up in my absence, and everyone is just as great as as always. So, you guys kick ass. That said... What? New phone, new dis. Oh, my God. I had to, sorry. No, I I respect the hell out of you for doing that. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so... (laughs) I'm just going to rip the Band-Aid off. X-Men. The X-Men arcade cabinet, four-player stylies, was my jam growing up. And here's why. Uh, it was the only arcade cabinet that I liked in Dodge <laughs> City. I grew up in Dodge City, Kansas. Yes. That's a real that name? Dodge City, Kansas. Huh? That's a real town name? So it's a real town. It's Well, it, all the history, it's a real place. I know a lot of people 
look at it like Camelot, like, okay, how much of that stuff was real and how much of it was made up? But no, those Dodge City stories with Wyatt Earp and Bat Masterson and, and Doc Holliday, all that shit was real. Oh, shit. Yeah, the phrase, get out of Dodge. Yeah, get the hell out of Dodge, right? Dodge City is a great town to drive through. <laughs> well, Detroit. Yeah, I, sp- I spent okay. 18 years there. <laughs> Jake, you're thinking drive by, all right? Oh Stop. my god! No, uh, if you are in Detroit and you are listening, we love you. I hope all the best. We for love the you, lines. Detroit. <laughs> okay, so don't be jealous, Zimbabwe. Dodge City, right? Dodge City is a, a pretty small town. We had one arcade, and it was in the basement of our very small Village Square Mall. And it was basically just like a small U-shaped room. They had some Mortal Kombat cabinets, which I loved, but they were not Konami. But just on the outside of the room, they had the four-person X-Men one, uh, the left to right beat em up You could be Colossus. You could be Wolverine. You could be Cyclops. You could be Storm. You could be Nightcrawler. Jubilee? And Dazzler. Dazzler, yeah. Yeah. How can you forget Dazzler? So... Be Sparkles. <laughs> that is... So, so does Jubilee. So that's true. But that is really like, that was my first and most prominent Konami arcade cabinet experience growing up. Took so much of my money. I don't think I ever made it past like the fourth or fifth level. And essentially, it is just the X-Men characters in what is the same game as the Captain America in the Avengers cabinet. But X-Men was my first experience, and I love it. And I've got some more stories. But before I tell those Let's go around and ask everybody about theirs. Sick Jake, let's start with you. What is your favorite of the Konami arcade cabinets? Well, I want to talk about X-Men. <laughs> go for it, dude. Let's okay. do it. I do, too, now, because that I mean that game was awesome. Right? I think that's part of the reason I wanted to go first, because I kind of had a feeling one of you guys are probably going to mention it, so <laughs> it's, it's, it's backhanded dibs. No, I mean, I love, honestly, every game here you guys are going to talk about, I'll probably love. So... But X-Men is, is one I almost picked. I actually really love that game. It's one of the staple games I played in the arcades. More than Indie Turtles, I played X-Men. The the multi-monitor setup, I think it was three monitors for some some cabinets. Mm-hmm. It just, playing an arcade game in the ultra-wide screen with four players was amazing. I never saw that. I didn't even know about that. It's like really It had cool. like two separate monitors, like two two uh, one for two players, is it? Yeah, well, four players. You could do two players, but yeah, up to four players, double monitors, just absolutely massive. But what I was going to mention about this, though, was this game was based on a a pilot cartoon that was put out. Did you guys know that? I did not. Uh, Puddles the Ninja told told me about this, because I know he listens. Hi, Puddles. Give me one second. Hi, Puddles. I'm going to have to put this in the notes as well, because this is crazy. I think it was Fox. So it was a, a show. Oops, that was loud. It was in like the it was a pilot in the late seventies, early eighties, and it was a really re- a pilot episode. It never got picked up. It's not the same cartoon X Men that we got uh, on Fox Kids afterwards, but the intro is which wild. was also awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I love X Men the cartoon. That's one of the reasons why I think I like the game so much. <laughs> I know this doesn't make really good for audio, but just skim ahead to that and just fucking wild. Oh, yeah. I know. I know what you're talking. Yeah, so the game is based on this, and I absolutely love it. The X-Men, as an arcade game, just a variety of enemies. The bosses are cool, and, like, as a kid, I didn't realize this was based off of a canceled cartoon, right? I, but I just always associated <laughs> with the newer one in the comic books. But I love X-Men. It's awesome. For good reason. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea about that. That's wonderful. That's interesting. 
Yeah. Uh, okay, so we'll we'll end up coming back to touch on X Men. Okay, but before we move on, do you guys remember when uh, they would do their special? Because everybody had their own special. My favorite noise, probably top three in all of arcade history. Uh, yes, it's Colossus. <laughs> his his power move is like his adamantium skin flying off of his body and like the energy it produces destroying everybody. And then you get to see his naked skin for a minute, which is dope. And he's like, Ugh! and it, 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 it's it's wonderful, and it will forever be embedded in my brain as as the quintessential uh, arcade noise. Yeah, I don't blame you there. Cool, thank you. <laughs> All right, so Jake, what's your what's your what's your pick? Okay, so as great as X Men is, uh, the one I picked actually is another game that I played loads in the arcades, uh, and it's The Simpsons. I loved. Ah! <laughs> which which Simpsons? Because w- w- weren't there a bunch of Simpsons games in the arcades? Was there? Mm, well, no, I think there was just the one arcade Simpsons. So there was the one originally in the nineties. Yeah, it was a beat 'em up. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a driving one later on, I think, and there's a bowling one. But I'm talking about the original Konami beat 'em up, where if you're playing emulators today, odds are you play as Marge because she was the default player one. But it has Homer, Bart, Lisa, and again, much like. X-Men, you can do up to four players at once. And the cabinet was huge. But it's... Lisa sucked, from what I remember. Did she? The, I remember... I don't know. I, I just... Marge has a, has a vacuum cleaner, though. Marge and Homer were better single player. They were stronger. I think Bart and Lisa were better if you played as a duo. Yes. Because if you had the two players, you had the tag team attack, I think. I could never get mm-hmm. to work. I tried playing this last week with my kids, but it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for that was what I was doing the scream for is because Bart and Lisa had the tag team attack where they'd lock arms and just run up and down the run ar- run around the screen screaming at everybody and running through. Them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because Marge on her own, you're right. She has the reach because she swings the vacuum cleaner around and it's just awesome. And she, her um very basic controls, much like X Men, you have attack and you have jump, but if you push them at the same time, you with Marge it did a um a butt bash. <laughs> Like literally, her ass <laughs> slams in enemies, and that's yep. how you beat this game in like a buck. Because if you just do the butt slash or butt smash, like even the, the bosses, butt slash. the butt slash, it's a whole other movie. But that move <laughs> does a ton of damage against bosses, and I love it. The only thing that's weird is that the story makes very little sense. For some reason, Smithers is a bad guy trying to steal a diamond, and ends up falling in Maggie's mouth, and then he kidnaps Maggie because <laughs> she has the diamond. Oh right, yeah, because it, because he like, it falls out and like it just lands in her mouth, so she's got that instead of the uh, pacifier. Yeah, soother. So and that's the that's the excuse for Smithers to kidnap a baby <laughs> and flee across the country. As you do, <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, there have been more outlandish episodes of The Simpsons, to be fair. So this is out there, though. But yeah, it is out there. But at the same time, if any cartoon could pull that kind of thing off. It's the Simpsons. Yeah. True. But this is the Simpsons in their prime, too, so. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's it's definitely, well, the Simpsons are at their prime, uh, where they're being slapped on all kinds of shitty merchandise, which is why I'm surprised <laughs> the game is actually good. Uh, I actually like it quite a bit. The sprites are very accurate to the cartoon, right? Whereas, you know, some Simpsons games, like Bart versus the Space Mutants, Bart looks like trash. But yeah. in this arcade game, it looks good. There's mild cutscenes between levels. Music is decent. There's bonus levels. It's it's really quite good. It felt like you were playing a cartoon. Yeah, and it was yeah. not super hard 
either, which is my 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 thing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta disagree with you on that one. I once spent like nine bucks on it and couldn't beat it. Was oh. there a certain part you got stuck on? Uh, the part that eventually like wiped out my last two or three dollars was Mister Burns. Well, yeah. So he he's an <laughs> S for sure. Um, he's he's a difficult boss fight. He's also the last boss and takes a ton of hits. <laughs> I'm just thinking about this episode. You're going down, my friend. Yes, sir, Mister Burns. <laughs> <laughs> what well, what's neat is if you play the Japanese version of The Simpsons, because I did that for a charity stream a couple years ago. There's a whole bunch of differences, uh, but a couple, you can actually extend your life bar through the bonus games, and you can get more than maximum health with the food pickups. So the game is actually easier than the American version. Weird. Nice. Uh, the other thing, too, is for some reason, there's nuclear bombs throughout the level in the Japanese-only version, which feels <laughs> weird and a little culturally insensitive. Is it Smiling Joe Fission? Because he was in the comics. Oh, no. I know that character. No, it's literally just atom bombs, like nuclear bombs. And you pick it up, you drop it, screen kill. And it's not in the American version at all. So there's differences there to make it easier. But I I think it's a great co-op game. Now, I want to ask, because to me, this is a very important aspect of arcade games and the whole experience. Uh, I I touched on it very briefly with Colossus. What is the sound quality? Because you had talked about, like, the gameplay, and even though the story is a little bit flimsy, whatever, it's still great and a lot of fun. But if I remember this game accurately, and I'm, I'm fairly certain I do, the sound bites are not great. The music is, is okay, but the sound bites are kind of hokey and um, copy and pasted off of the usual Simpsons noises. Does that make sense? Yeah, they're, they're scratchy. It's not the greatest audio quality. But are they, they itchy and scratchy? I, I have to. <laughs> No, um, it's the legit actors, I think. Like when you hear when Marge dies and she comes back on screen, it's usually like, Marge! And and then Bart, if he's idle, I think he says, who the hell are you? And it yeah. sounds true to the cartoon. Right. Okay. But it is it is not a stellar quality. But it's also right. it's also the 80s, or no, 90s? 90s 91. Game? 91, that's early. I just checked my mind, Pat. That's still the 80s, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, the 90s, just the 80s. It's really, it's a fluid term. We don't really <laughs> yeah. know when the 80s ended. This, that is a throwback <laughs> joke. Well done, guys. Uh, the meta. Yes. Great. Didn't one of you guys try to tell me that you looked into it and the 90s actually ended in, uh, or the 80s ended in 94? <laughs> <laughs> right around the time Zach and Kelly broke up for the fourth time? <laughs> anyway. Uh, Sub-Zero Lopez, please. Sub-Zero Lopez. <laughs> Dude. I, I I don't care. I was happy because I thought I had a chance when they finally broke up. Right. That's when all the fan mail came in. Yeah. He never really loved you. You don't need to work at the max if you're with me. Yeah. And yeah. then I'm just like, you know, and I could pretty much just copy and paste it and send it to Zach Morris, too. Because if I'm going to switch teams, it's going to be for someone like Zach Morris. Sure. Sure. I'm there yeah. with you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, Wolf, can we move on to Wolf for a minute? Yeah, let's let's go to mine because I'm pretty sure the game I picked is not going to be something a lot of people have played. So, I swear to God, if there's a if there's a Yakuza <laughs> game that you're about to discuss, no, I will no, lose no. my mind. No, so because The Simpsons is really the only one I had a lot of experience with in the arcades. Jake, you took that from him. Damn. Yeah, I was like, well, I don't really have any, so I had to like go through and pick one, 
And so I was looking through at the assortment of games that Konami did that were beat-em-ups, and there was one that I came across called Gaiopolis. That's that's where we have our family reunions. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to. It was an overhead style. I, I guess it, it, it feels kind of like Golden Axe if it were three-quarter overhead view, and most of the progression were vertical instead of horizontal. You know, that's that's fucking with my childhood. I don't like the sound of that. And so it's it's... I kind of dig it. Like, you can pick between three characters. There's a dragon man, sold, prince, and a fairy girl. Sure. I'm sold already. And so I was like, all right, this seems kind of cool. I'll check this one out. And, I mean, it it, it has very loose, very loose uh, RPG aspects to it. And mm-hmm. by that, I mean, like, every few levels, you might find a piece of gear that gets tied to a character, and you have absolutely no idea what it does. <laughs> that's basic and you get level ups as you go through the game just by killing guys i guess you get more health and do a little more damage that's all i could figure i played through this game beginning to end uh, about half of it with my kid the other half without unfortunately of the three characters the only one that actually has any depth is the fairy girl cool with that yeah like she ha- she actually has special moves whereas the other characters don't seem to have much going on they're basically walk around, hack and slash, use spells, things like that. She's got actual combo moves where you spin the D-pad and she does like a spinning kick and beats things up around her. It's pretty cool. I probably use that a lot for almost every boss because while she's in the middle of using that, she can't be harmed. But <laughs> let's talk a little bit about the actual game because this was a... It looked cool in concept. I played through it and... Oh my god, this story is bad even by 1993 terms. Oh, take that back. Take that back. <laughs> it's got to be worse. <laughs> Was that also when Mortal Kombat Annihilation came out? Because that might be actually <laughs> like, pretty accurate. I'm sorry, my audio just cut. Hold on. You just said J- Chung Lee is in the upcoming Mortal Kombat movie. Okay, I've got audio again. And she uses Wing Chun. Tonight? <laughs> sure. Everybody, Everybody have fun tonight? That's a great concert. <laughs> That's Wang Chun. I actually played this game, you know. Everybody knows Geopolis, 1993's classic, directed by Hiroki Ashida. Oh, that Geopolis. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, this isn't the family reunion thing for you. Sorry. That's a different subject. <laughs> That's a different episode. I'm looking at video. This game looks good. I, I'm pretty sure I saw this game in arcades as a kid and never really gave it a shot, but I looked at it. It, it Looking at it now, it looks like it's going to be a pretty fun time. And, I mean, I guess it's up to three players? Maybe just two. I don't know. I think it's two. I think it might be two, but there's three characters you can pick from. Yes, there... <laughs> there's an NES version. <laughs> there is a an NES... I, it's a completely unlicensed release. Oh, is it bootleg or something? I, Nintendo nor Konami apparently okayed this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from the fine people who brought you Final Fantasy IX on the on the Nintendo, <laughs> it's Geopolis. You're playing through this game. You're mostly beating up dudes in armor, and then you know you'll you'll find little guys who help you, like a little armadillo knight, a little dragon that flies around with you, stuff like that. So it's very fantasy, right? And then you get about, you get like two, three levels in, and all of a sudden there's tank treads on the ground that smash through a building, and that's all you what? get to see of it, right? 
you're progressing a little further up the map, and you see this tank just come blasting through from the side <laughs> across the screen. It, it can run you over, I think. It scared the crap out of me, and I was like, okay, so we're getting a little crazy here. By the time you get to fight that boss, it starts as a tank, you take out the treads, it falls down on the ground, and readies itself as a freaking mech walking around, right? This is a fantasy game, right? Yeah. <laughs> you take out the mech This form, is not a documentary game? It falls down again and gets back up and reorients itself as a dragon mech. <laughs> oh, now we're talking. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that boss had five phases to it or something stupid oh, like wow. that. It was crazy. As you as you're progressing through the game, the story is like just bear with me here. The story is bad and bonkers. Uh, so the writing is awful. We're gonna just say that now and not not acknowledge that again. We're not gonna talk about the writing at all anymore. Where is it in terms of like all your base are belong to us? Because <laughs> that's like that's my metric these days. I don't know. At some point, the heroes hijack a ship. And threaten the guy who owns the ship to take them somewhere. And I'm like, this doesn't seem very heroic. You're going to take us here. The prince, who's supposed to be like the main hero of the game, holds this guy at gunpoint. He's like, the the captain of the ship is like laying down drunk on his ass on his ship, right? And the prince is like, you're taking us to this place or you're going to die. And the the captain's like, please, anywhere but there. He's like, nothing. (laughs) You're taking us there. And I was like, damn, heroes just went evil. So so your protagonist (laughs) straight up looks at the dude and he's like, look at me. I'm the captain now. Yeah, basically. (laughs) We need to get that meme made for this. Can that be the... (laughs) Can we we put the protagonist's face over that guy for that Captain Phillips or whatever it was? (laughs) I think I could do that. Awesome. (laughs) So... He takes them down to this other continent that's, I guess, not often visited. And as you're cruising up on the the cliffside that they start you on, you start to see what looks like the ruins of what we would perceive as a modern city in the background. And you get up and you see these creatures that are like egg things with faces. And you're like, what the hell is this? So I started to try to attack them, and then it just instantly went to another cutscene. And it was a robot named Robbie telling us about this ancient civilization where it was all humans once. Basically destroyed their civilization from war and that it's happening again. And then you end up finding later, like you you work your way across the continent a little further. You end up going to a floating city, an ancient floating city that's all held up. Like, yeah, apparently this is like super distant future at this point, right? So like how many how many billion years in the future? Seventy four billion years in the future. You're sent on this quest <laughs> to collect three keys. You're not told why you need the three keys, but you need the three keys. On that quest, you find a winged man named Flap. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Who you find? You meet him descending through a cave in a mountain range. That's where you meet him. And he's like, I can't leave this place. I have to protect it from the evil of the world. So after you've collected the three keys and you're clear across the world, he shows up and he's like, here I am. I couldn't leave that place, but I'm here now. I'm like, why couldn't you? Why could you leave now? And then all of a sudden he turns into this phoenix and they're like, oh my God, you're the legendary golden hawk. I was like, nobody told me about a legendary golden hawk until now. (laughs) 
Of course, the legendary Golden Hawk. We all know about this. You get your sewer surfing level next. <laughs> okay. Where you have blocks coming down, smashing into you. You're collecting items, knocking people off of their platforms as you're flying across a highway to that floating city I mentioned. You go up into the sky to get to that float. It's, it's so over the top. You get up to that floating city. <laughs> the enemies keep like airdropping bad guys at you from a plane. And finally, they decide to stop dropping out of the bottom of that plane and jump out of the cockpit and put a hole in the plane. And then the plane just spins away and falls below and you get to see it fall down and explode in the distance. And I'm like, that wasn't very efficient. <laughs> <laughs> they destroyed their own plane. I don't get it. I wanted to ask you something right now. What's up? Please tell me this is four players so we can all play it together. I think it's only two. It looks like two. And there's only three characters anyway. I mean, one of us can play doubles. There's always like two. <laughs> there's always two Gilius Thunderheads in, in uh, <laughs> Golden Axe. But but even the legendary the legendary Golden Hawk is like I can't help you in combat. Like, well, then why is this such a big deal? Why why are you so legendary then? Moral support, <laughs> legendary shoulder to cry on. Yeah, he dries your tears because he's a phoenix. Yeah. You take on the king who is apparently, he's he's trying to resurrect a god. Now, this god that they're trying to resurrect is not a fan of the op- overpopulation of humankind in the world. And so that's why they're trying to bring this guy back. But there's humans who are trying to bring him back. Yeah. I don't get it. You kill this king who's, who's trying to do this, and he starts this little sim- ritual to open up the portal to bring their god out right he falls into the portal his god catches him and brings him back out and now the god is released and you're like oh fuck and the god is just like well bye and drops dude back into the portal and flies away (laughs) it's like damn that's messed up i want to ask you something that is kind of a tangent to this but it kind of relates what did you say when i when i was going to join you guys playing valheim last night Oh, uh, shit. Let's see. You were like, no spoilers, no spoilers. Bring your wonderful okay. self, but check your spoilers at the door. I mean, come on. I don't expect anybody's going to play this game. It's not that great. You know, that's, that's it fair. It was not as good as I was hoping it was. The ending made no sense. The game was just, <laughs> it's all over the place. I'm looking at the video of this game right now, and I played a little bit out of it before. This game is fucking awesome. Are you crazy? <laughs> Dude, it's it's really pretty. You're flying across a highway. There's these golems swinging axes around. You're riding a manhole cover, it looks like. The elf chick is hot. What else do you want? This game is awesome. Jake, are you okay? I think this game's good. It, this game is hot garbage. Wow. Well, I'm sure the story sucks. I mean, that's not uncommon <laughs> for arcade games. But the fact that there's cutscenes and dialogue, I think it's amazing for an arcade game. This game looks good. <laughs> games, arcade games, did not need stories for me because they were all about the graphics and that experience of just like, I can't play this at home. So I, it was extra forgiving for me because I didn't give a shit about the story back then. I think this game was, based on the credits I ended up having to use, I would say this was probably $10 and quarters to beat back in the day. <laughs> I can see that. It does look hard. And it's not a short game. Like you would have had to spend spend probably two hours at the arcade, if not more, playing through this. Holy shit. That's yeah. Well, I mean, at least you're getting your money's worth then. 
I would I would not feel that bad spending ten bucks and in two hours in an arcade to be fair to be fair. This is I'm doing a little bit of reading here also. Apparently this is a sequel game or a spin off game, uh based off the nineteen ninety one Simpsons arcade game. <laughs> so that previous world of overpopulation and they destroyed themselves with war is specifically the Japanese cart where there were nuclear bombs. <laughs> Smithers really is the villain after all. Yeah, plot twist. I, I know no spoilers, but there you go. They they do have a nuclear plant that they control and can do whatever they want with. So, yeah, there you go. That's a good point. I, I just look at the screenshots, and it reminds me of Beyond Oasis, like in the style. I know it's not the t- same type of game, but it looks yeah, damn pretty. I can see like there are aspects that are definitely in line, probably more in line with Legend of Oasis as far as the sprite style goes, because the sprites were much bigger in Legend of Oasis. Right. But yeah, I mean, the the game itself is beautiful. It's very colorful. It's got decent kinds of effects going on with sprite manipulation and backgrounds and when there's multiple... Parallax, parallax. There's there's some spots where there's actually some parallax, which is... It's not super common since you're mostly looking down, but it's there. The game itself, once you've played a couple of levels, it's kind of lost its charm. Don't tell me that. I want to play this game now. I played it through to the end to have it beaten. I wasn't enjoying the second session I played of it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I like everything you're saying. You said two words right at the outset of your your discussion that really evoked some strong emotional response uh, in me, and those two words were uh, Golden Axe. (laughs) I'm sorry that the the thing I resonated with was, was Golden Axe. Golden Axe is far better. No. The Golden Axe instead. I yeah, I never made it far and I want to explain why. Not that this is this is a contingential ten ten this is to the yeah. side of that. And Paul, we're getting to you here in a second, I promise. But Golden Axe <laughs> was probably the second game I'd ever played arcade wise. And it was down like this small hallway at Godfather's Pizza in Dodge City, Kansas. So I would pump in quarters until the pizza showed up. And uh, I sucked at arcade games, but fuck me if I didn't love Golden Axe. What a dope, <laughs> what a dope time! And now every time I smell Godfather's Pizza, uh, I'm I'm taken back to to Golden Axe. So thank you for bringing that up. In in the uh, weeks that we've been discussing about putting this epi- uh, episode together, never once did Golden Axe enter my brain space, and I feel bad about it now. So I had to jump in and make sure to show love to Golden well, Axe. To be fair, that one's Sega and not Konami. I don't feel bad because Golden Axe is a ter- terrible game. Like Golden Axe is the reason why okay. I hate beat 'em ups originally. <sighs> what? So this, this is a whole other discussion. This is going <laughs> to be a whole other episode. It's a okay, fine, other episode. But it's a bad game. It's not good. The only one that's good is like the third game, which I never played in arcades. But the third game, you, the dwarf Gimli there can ride the back of a giant, who can then ride another monster, and you get this triple tower thing. That's cool. The Golden Axe 1, trash game. I, I don't like it at all. How do you save the planet? <laughs> well, okay, fine. So, uh, Balsh 109, what's uh, what's your Konami arcade game? Uh, I can't remember anymore because Jake just like <laughs> blew my mind. Geopolis? My childhood. S-tier. Golden Axe? Forget about it. Wasn't no, it Ninja uh, Turtles? My favorite. <laughs> no, no. I thought that's what... Uh, Guy Prime was going to go with. Yeah, but me too. It, yeah, it was close, but no, it wasn't really close. Yeah, I don't blame you. That was a good choice. But for me, this one, 
I can remember it playing in my grocery store of my hometown, which I'm still in, sadly. But it was hilarious because it's in the middle of a grocery store in a town of less than like 8,000 people in the middle of nowhere. And then you have this one cabinet there blasting away over against the wall. And it, all you hear is like, you know, that 90s MIDI grunge metal sound effects. From Konami, we have... Gal Panic. Oh, well, that was another one. That's right. That was the runner-up. <laughs> but Crime Fighters. See, I'm sad. I thought GP was going to talk about Ninja Turtles. I would have talked about that. I would have played that again. <laughs> Fuck Gaiopolis. We, 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 we can talk about Ninja Turtles after we've all... So I've got a couple other titles I want to mention, and so we'll we'll throw it in there. But yeah, I want to hear more about uh, the not-at-all-generically-named Crime Fighters. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's the best part about it is it's... What I like about it is probably how generic it is because it's a four-player game. There's a two-player version as well, but it's the exact same thing. just doesn't have four joysticks for it. But it's depending on – it's like when you play um, X-Men or Simpsons, you know, the color of your character depends on which joystick you have. And so I always played player one because I get to be the blue jeans. This was, This game, I swear to God, could have been the perfect – sales pitch for Levi's in the nineties <laughs> because like everybody had blue jeans on and if they weren't blue jeans, they were like black, red, yellow, green. Like they were just like, it was just, I swear to God, you could sell jeans for this game. Blue jeans, the fighting game. Yeah. And so like the characters are cool. <laughs> like it's really simple. It's just a like beat them up. You're punching. And the thing is I like the little, the simplicity of the, the combat is like you'll punch or you'll kick. You can kick behind you. To like do like pretend protect your rear from the enemies the flanks and then you can kick them while they're down is the best part and the game actually encourages you to do it if you knock an enemy over it just flashes kick 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 yeah it encourages you to be an asshole it's great <laughs> and it's great because like the sound effects are so over the top like uh, every time you do like a regular punch combo it just goes like one two three four and then it knocks them over and it's always <laughs> like these super bassy super heavy duty things the kicks sound the exact same way it's, it's just satisfying like it's just the motions they kind of go through because it's like you'll do a, a jab you'll do a cross and then the next thing you know you do that like double-handed fist like hammer smack down on top of them and the next thing you know they're flying away you can every now and then if i haven't figured out how to do it still but I think you'd like walk up to grab them. I think you have to hold up or down or something when you're punching and you can start like kneeing them in the stomach. And every now and then at random, you'll give them the money shot. And all you hear is a cash register go ching. And they start, they grab their crotch and start hopping away. <laughs> like they're stunned. And it's the best part. So like you got these super serious looking sprites. They're trying like they're, you can see the muscles on the dude's back through his shirt. You know, like he's just that muscle bound. And, all these guys are just like, you know, they get the punk rockers. They've got uh, the greasers with the, the with the white tank tops and the and the knife and stuff like that. I just get a kick. And all the faces are just kind of, you know, they're, they're faceless, but you can see all the, the muscle definition and stuff. So I just loved it. But every every enemy was just like this generic copy of something else. <laughs> well, yeah, I just want to make sure I'm, I'm picking up on what you're saying. So you go around and there's these dudes in blue jeans who you fist until the money shot happens? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The great game. 
I'm in. Yeah. It's, it's a great game. <laughs> yeah. But the best part, like what I was saying, is generic, like the name, <laughs> Crime Fighters, sounds super generic. Every All the enemies are generic, too, because you have like this mullet-wearing Travolta, <laughs> Nicolas Cage with a knife. Like it looks like uh, Nicolas Cage in, was it Moonlighter, Moonlighting, or whatever it was with uh, Cher? Just has like the, the tank top on and the hair, the greasy hair. This dude, he always walks around with a knife, so you can take his knife. There's a Morgan Freeman on steroids. Like, he's, like, twice as tall as you. <laughs> and, like, he picks you up over your head and throws you over. But is a Bobo in it? That's what I need. Well, the closest we got to a Bobo is, like, this uh, Dolph Lundgren lookalike. That'll work, Oh, there. yeah. It, it looks like he's got, like, a... Like a, a flag tattoo on his shoulder or something like that he's just walking around again in either neon red or orange pant or neon red or neon orange levi's <laughs> and he looks like he's skipped leg day but he'll take you and he throws you at the background so it's, it's like never get close to the guy i was gonna say i watched paul's play a fair chunk of this and it it was a lot of fun there was definitely a reverend camden in there too Oh yeah, dude. There, this <laughs> that was so the dad from Seventh Heaven is dressed as a ninja essentially, <laughs> and the only way you can really hit him is by doing that back kick where you kick behind you like a mule kick. I I could not find a way to hit him otherwise, and he's like he'd jump over you and then back and forth while the bosses are just beating the crap out of you, and yeah, the dad from Seventh Heaven became one of the like the regular enemies that I feared the most. But the bosses, all the bosses, they all had original bosses and they had original generic bosses. They have a guy with a hockey mask on, looks like Jason but inst- uh, from Friday the 13th, but instead of a machete, he's got a giant axe. You got Freddy Krueger, but it, if you've seen the first movie where he's, Freddy Krueger's walking down the, the alleyway and his arms stretch out like, you know, 20 feet wide and he's just scratching down the walls with his claws it looks like he tried to shrink his arms back and they never quite went back <laughs> so like he looks like a scarecrow almost. also missing his hat yeah he doesn't have his hat but he definitely has the like the the sweater uh there's like a mall cop that meets like a federal agent combo you can't tell which one he is but he's just another boss that has a gun so you gotta be careful and then they're like this, I can't remember if it was the last boss or the second last boss, but it looked like Bleeding Gums Murphy from The Simpsons with a machine gun. Oh, wow. Second to last. Yeah, so he came out with like machine guns out of the back of a limo, starts like just pelting you. And there's this one boss that I can't tell what he looks like. It just looked like my friend's dad in real life, but with a, a chain for a weapon. Oh, yeah, I know that guy. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Like this dude with a beard and a ponytail and, and glasses on, but he walks around angrily with a, with a chain instead of, you know, just walking around with an ang- like a beer can. Sure, sure, sure. But yeah, no, it was just, it's just so fun because I, I was playing it and I lost track of how much money I spent credits wise. And if it was for argument's sake, it would have been at least 15 bucks to beat the game if it cost a quarter per, per credit because... The first three levels you might be able to get through without dying if you're good, but it, it becomes a matter of just feeding the quarters in. <laughs> and when you finally beat the game, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil the ending, but it's pretty awesome. It it gives you a bonus level where you fight every boss at once, and I spent probably ten bucks worth of coins in there <laughs> alone. Yeah, that was a, a hell of a fight. Yeah, so it was pretty it was pretty intense. They have all these super serious looking characters trying to make everybody look badass, but there are points where like if you get crushed you can get crushed by like a sign or uh, 
like a door to a, a shop will open and smash you or you can run over by a steamroller and it turns you into it looks basically like uh river city ransom characters all of a sudden yeah, <laughs> it's like just classic great. comedy it's really good <laughs> yeah so it's just if you like beat-em-ups and you haven't played this game you have to play crime fighters it's just satisfying it's hard but I mean, you're going to be playing probably on MAME anyway, so it's not like it's going to cost you that much money. It's hard unless you get the gun. The gun in that game is unlimited ammo, and as long as you yep. keep your distance, you can just cheese any <laughs> any boss, and it's great. The weapons are really fun. Yeah. It's, you get hit once, and you lose your weapon is the worst part, so yeah. they make you work for it. But the gun can't be that strong because, it, on average, the weakest guy takes about seven hits. So I'm like, okay, so full magazine worth of rounds to take the first like the, the cheapest enemy in the game but it, it's just satisfying to do i took out a boss earlier tonight when i was playing it again just for fun and i was like yeah i'm the man you are the man <laughs> so yeah you guys check that out if you haven't played it anybody listening it, it's if anything look it up and see if you can find the art for the cabinet because they basically just hired actors off the street to dress <laughs> like punks and it looks so like you could tell they just said, we need somebody to dress up as a generic punk and a generic uh, beefcake and a generic bad like businessman, bald guy with a cigar kind of thing. <laughs> and they nailed it. It's just <laughs> they priceless. Nailed it. You drove that shit home. <laughs> yeah. And a quick little aside. I could be wrong if somebody wants to double check my mind palace here. Uh, I think today is actually the birthday of the famous gene creator Levi Strauss. If it isn't, it should be. No, no, no. Like, I'm, I'm serious. If somebody wants to double-check me, I'm pretty sure that's accurate. Wait, what? No. Don't throw facts. <laughs> now I gotta look it up. Yeah, do it, please. I want to know if I'm right. Get up, Jake. Check your mind pills. Right. So, wow. Are, are you fucking kidding me? How the hell do you know that? I could I could tell you, but it, it's nonsense. I was on my social, <laughs> it was, I was on my social medias uh, today, and a friend that I went to high school with back in Dodge City named Levi was celebrating the <laughs> Levi Jeans creator's uh, birthday today. I saw his post. So shout out to Levi from Dodge City. Uh, it, actually, everything he posts on social media is pretty fire. But yeah, so I just kind of scrolled past it, but it stuck with me. And then lo and behold, we had the opportunity to discuss it. So that's awesome. Shout out to Levi from Dodge City. Yeah. We love you. Yeah. And Levi Strauss, thank you for the jeans. Born February 26th, died September 26th. Well, okay, well, that's bringing the energy down, but that's fine. <laughs> and so it sounds like we have another Simpsons sequel with uh, Bleeding Gums. Is that right? It's a rich tapestry of Simpsons games and spinoffs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah basically. Uh, you know, it's. I'm sure they just swapped out the sprites yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Before there was Futurama, there was Crime Fighters. Yeah. All the, all these great beat-em-ups. And, I mean, honestly, I'd play any of them again. So, yeah. And now I want to play Guyopolis, so... Guyopolis looks like a blast. Yeah. My, my <laughs> curiosity has peaked with Guyopolis. And also, just hearing, okay, anytime I hear any of you guys say it's a must try, then clearly I'm going to do that. But uh, with Crime Fighters, am I saying that correctly? Is, is, is that the right name, Crime Fighters? <laughs> it's not the Avengers or anything like that, right? It's something. No, it is Crime Fighters. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, of course I'm going to try that. And uh, I, I want to take a minute here to uh, give a shout-out, give a little bit of love to somebody, if, if I may. So I had uh, the opportunity over the last week or two to play 
a lot of these arcade games. Um, the Simpsons I played. Obviously, I, I got X-Men. I had mentioned Captain America and the Avengers was on there. Uh, but there's a, a friend of mine who's also a Twitch streamer. Uh, his channel is Arc80s. A-R-C-8-0 apostrophe S. But he builds um, these arcade cabinets that are high quality. I know that there are other arcade cabinets that you can go to like Walmart, not a sponsor, and buy that are kind of particle boardy. But this guy made this absolutely dope ass, uh, full size, you know, just like you're a child again, arcade cabinet. And he loaded it with just dozens and dozens and like, and I mean this, like 800 plus games. And he has it out at a local nerd curio shop in Wichita called Hero Haven. And he had it wrapped in like this Captain America vinyl <laughs> and it's on free play. So I just went out there and played every game I could recognize that didn't have Japanese lettering. And I, I got to <laughs> tell you guys, I, I, I loved it. It was a great experience. I was never huge into arcade games outside of the probably dozen that I had played growing up. X-Men, Captain America. Uh, like I said, Simpsons was on there, the Ninja Turtle stuff, uh, Ninja Gaiden, Punch-Out, all these great things. And then, of course, the fighter games as well. But they were all fucking there. And this guy is dope. I know him in real life. He's a good friend. Uh, but check him out or you can find a shop at Arc80s. And not, I just I like to show love. You guys know we're trying to do this more. Show love to other streamers and other friends. And he is definitely he is my arcade guy. So if you ever buy from him, nice. tell him GP sent you. And thank you for letting me go off on my tangent. You can edit Sweet. that out if you want to, but this guy is really, really fucking dope, and I want to cool. show him some love. <laughs> Sweet. Well, like, because <laughs> where? Yeah, I I know that sounded like a commercial, but the shit's tight, and I I wish like his pricing is good, and again, you can edit this out. His pricing <laughs> is good, and I feel like if people actually look him up, we're we're gonna get more quality arcade cabinets in people's homes, and I think everybody should have that. That's actually one of the things I always wanted was yeah. an arcade cabinet. And, like, I've been looking at the um, arcade one up and stuff, but I want a full-size cabinet. That's so expensive. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, this guy, I'll, I'll talk to you later about, about all that stuff. But if you ever have had a, an inkling to get an arcade cabinet for your home, this guy could do it for you. And, and, again, it's quality. It's like if you were to stand there with your hands on either side, you could not sway it back and forth like you could with, you know, the one-ups or whatever. And you don't have to buy an extra stand to get it to be taller. This shit's just full size. Yeah, that's that's what I want. I don't want a riser. I don't want some IKEA furniture. I want yeah. <laughs> when I'm playing Golden Axe and I'm getting salty and I want to tip the machine. I don't want it to let me. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's why you don't like Golden Axe because you just suck at it. Oh hey, shit! Man, everybody sucks at Golden Axe. <laughs> you show me somebody who can beat that in one credit. I they don't make sense. Dude, I almost did. Bullshit. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to get. I was on a ferry. I'm, I think I told this story already on podcast at some point but i was stuck on on the ferry and it was like a what was it 24 36 hours i think it was 36 hours there's one game in this thing and they had a room their quote-unquote arcade was a room that was enough for if you crammed them side by side there was maybe enough room for a dozen and and no room to walk around right like you had to walk in and almost shimmy your way in because it was so crowded by the end of it they only had one and it was a golden axe and so i started playing it and i playing it and i realized if you do it all on one credit then you get way higher score because i was just you know st playing it over and over again i didn't have right. any option to switch games so i decided to only put one quarter in there but it, it was just like habit if i died boom quarter so what i made a point of is go with one quarter in my pocket and left the rest in 
the cabin on the ferry. So if I died, I'd have to run back to the, the room and come back up and put another one. So by then the countdown was over and I had to start over. So by the end of it, I got up to Death Adder. And so I was fighting two skeletons and Death Adder. And I had down to one skeleton and Death Adder. And then I screwed up. I was basically doing left and right, just doing that dodge tackle attack, you know, knock them off their feet. And then, so it was taken forever, but I almost did it. All right. I have a follow-up question, Paul. That's a great story. It is. And I'm not trying to yes. bust your chops. I was very single. I was very single. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> if I were stuck on a on a on a, a boat ferry or whatever for twenty four to thirty six hours, whatever, with my cousin and I almost banged my cousin on that ferry, would you say that I banged my cousin? Um <laughs> You didn't beat Golden Axe. You almost beat Golden Axe. So like that's all I'm saying. You know, you can build ten thousand bridges, nobody calls you a bridge builder. But I'm just saying but is your cousin hot? You know he is. I'm playing. Fine. <laughs> <Whip>. Okay. <laughs> well, he looks like me, so I mean, boom. <laughs> no, I'm talking about K-Biz. Oh, oh, yeah, in that case, that's... If K-Biz is listening, I guarantee he is beat red right now. K-Biz, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I, I use the likeness of K-Biz to illustrate. How, I, I'm with Sick Jake on this one. Show me somebody who can beat Golden Axe, especially in under a dollar. I'll even up the ante and be like, in under a dollar. And I will wear a T-shirt that, that they make for me to wear. It's like for one credit <laughs> clears. There actually is a guy I watch on Twitch, uh, L Rock. He's a speedrunner, and he does a lot of arcade games. And he's been trying to do, or has been doing, one credit clears of X-Men, actually. Oh, shit. It, wow. It's really That's awesome. That's even more impressive. Yeah. Yeah, I loved X-Men. But I, I was not ashamed that I had to put quarters into it, because I had a hard time. <laughs> What uh? What other are I know we had talked about Ninja Turtles. Do you guys want to get some stuff off your chest with that? Well, it's a good game. That's I thought somebody would pick it. <laughs> right. I, I think it didn't get picked because we all probably assumed I was going to pick it, and then I didn't pick it because I figured you guys thought I would pick it, but also because <laughs> of X Men. I mean, <laughs> I mean, how neat is it though to show that Konami made so many amazing beat 'em ups over the decade, right? Like, yeah, there were even other beat 'em ups that I saw that were not what we nothing we mentioned there was one i can't remember the name of it for the life of me but apparently it played a lot like the x-men arcade game Mm -hmm. it was just (laughs) a different property like unique to konami altogether oh it's a pachinko machine no Uh, i get that one we're talking old konami not current konami okay i gotcha Did, did you guys ever play contra the arcade? the arcade game? Yes. Uh-huh. I got yeah. nowhere no. in it. <laughs> yes. I it's did so, not it's, it's, know it, that existed. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's it's awesome. I had forgotten also that it was an arcade version until my brother and I had downloaded it from the Xbox or the Microsoft store, right, on his Xbox. And we started. I'm like, this doesn't look anything. Oh, my God. I remember this. And it yeah. was like this. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. I've repressed this memory. <laughs> yeah. That would probably be me with Double Dragon. The Nintendo version is the version I grew up on, and yeah. then when I finally got to play the arcade, I was like, "Oh my god, this looks so cool!" And then I hated it. I was like, "This is oh. this is worse." It's hard. Yeah, it's real it's hard. Not very good. You're well, right. Yeah. Same thing with uh, with Punch Out. In fact, I know we're trying to stick with Konami, but maybe we should have an episode where we discuss arcade versus NES and why is NES so much better, even though arcade looks better. Let's do that. <laughs> That'd be a great episode. We'll put it on the list. <laughs> We already touched on that with Rager. Oh, there's that too. <laughs> yeah, but who remembers what episode number that one was? <laughs> hey, man, it, it's our number one episode. 
number one <laughs> literally and also in downloads. So there you go. Wow. Well, I mean, it, it does have the uh, the bonus of being the oldest. So, yeah. <laughs> and I I think the only one we all actually did research for. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. No. So I did research for this episode, and okay. one of the games I almost picked was Meta Metaphor. <laughs> I can't remember the name. Metaphorical Force, Metaphysical Force. It's basically Altered Beast, <laughs> but Konami did it, and the music is a rock soundtrack. It's it's really epic with really amazing bosses. Oh. And uh, it was a unique IP that Konami put together. It did terribly. Nope, they didn't do anything else afterwards with it. Mm-hmm. But uh, four characters, uh, they play a little bit differently. They each take an animal form when you get a power up, and it's a full-on Konami beat em up like Ninja Turtles or Simpsons. And it's I think it's really good. I, I played it with my kids. You Should've almost picked that one. that one? I almost picked that one, yeah. Okay, now here's a follow-up question. If I were on a ferry with my cousin for 24 to 30... I'm kidding. Well, there's a difference between cousin fucking and, and picking an arcade game. I, I'm not I hearing mean... the difference there. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man, this this one got really weird. I'll, I'll but it fits. Another one for explicit. Oh, yep. Man. We're yeah. sorry, Zimbabwe. You guys had a good run while I was gone. <laughs> I'd like to make a shout out to Tadpog while we were talking about you. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Fuck. I love those guys, man. If you had a runner-up, then my werewolf, what would you take? Because I, I know what my were, my my werewolf I know what my werewolf would be if I had to have a runner up. I didn't <laughs> I didn't pick my favorite is the problem. I just picked one to talk about. <laughs> okay, well, what's your favorite? I'm then? sorry. Okay, <laughs> The Simpsons. I like The Simpsons. Okay, that's fine. GP already dropped his with Nintendo Ninja Turtles. Maybe the arcade version. Yeah, but no, I'm second guessing it for one that's basically identical to X Men, which is that Captain America and the Avengers. <laughs> Cap uh, the the like gray and white version of Vision, Hawkeye and Iron Man. And Is that the one with Submariner? I don't remember him being in that. No, I think it was just those four. But it's the one that starts off every episode or every stage with okay, go. And that along with Colossus's orgasm noises is like again one of the most quintessential arcade noises in my yeah, mind. Yeah, Marvel had some really great yeah. arcade games. They did, man. Marvel versus Capcom. But uh yeah, Ninja, Ninja Turtles the arcade I, if I yeah, I think if I search my heart of hearts, uh, wherever I left that, it, it's it's got to be Ninja Turtles. I'm gonna go. This is not a beat 'em up, but just because I'm such a fan of the series, it's gonna be Haunted Castle, aka Castlevania. That was in the arcades. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh oh oh. Is it beatable or is it bullshit hard too, like Contra? It's bullshit hard too, yeah. but I mean, it's like contrary. You can still beat it in like eight minutes <laughs> if oh, you know really? what well, you're doing. I can't beat it. <laughs> I'm still working through that one. It's NES hard, even though it's arcade. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, it's AKA arcade hard. Yeah, arcade hard. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too. Like arcade games were designed to be hard on purpose, right? That's how they made money. Guys, this is wonderful. Did anybody else not list their uh, alternate pick? I guess my second probably would have been uh, Ninja Turtles. Yeah. And, and honestly, like, that title deserves a seat at the table. I, You know, so. What, what well, I think say? Ninja Turtles is the reason why I think we came up with this topic in the first place. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, and then we didn't talk about it. We, we could do a whole episode about that one, though. Like, we, I, I, I don't know. I think arcade stuff is kind of underserved. And not, really I mean, is. not just on, on the podcast, but, you know, just in, in the, for as commonplace of video games have become, arcades which you're right you said this earlier and it was exactly on point 
the graphics were always so like impressive when you're a kid compared to your at-home systems that it was always just such a treat to go and look at how real these games look, quote-unquote, you know, that it's, it's interesting they don't have more love. <laughs> and now it's kind of the other way around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a dying industry, which is sad. No, like, I go see arcade games, like, current arcade games tend to look like they look 15 years ago still. Higher frame rate, but the graphics haven't improved. Virtua Fighter 17. No, not quite that, but I'm talking about, like, they, they all look like somewhere between PS2 and PS3 still. Oh, yeah. The problem is the hardware, right? Like, um... So I have the Mister, which I love. My Mister, um, the one thing it doesn't do Here as well. Here we go. Is, <laughs> I know. One of the things it doesn't do very well is arcade games, right? Because the Mister does systems really well, but there's no one arcade system. They're all individually developed. There's some overlap, yeah. like the Capcom CPS two and CPS one. They had multiple games for that hardware, which is smart because you save money in manufacturing. But a lot of arcade games, you might have had one or two different games on the same hardware, and that's it. So I can see why it's it's dying out nowadays, unless you want to slap in a PS5 into an arcade system or something, but I don't I don't see it. I don't even know if there yeah, are it's... new arcade games anymore outside of, well, are there? But they do that at Walmart already. Yeah, I was going to say, I think most of the new stuff is, you know, got the guns that you can cock and then just trying to, trying to shoot stuff. Like Deer Hunter 2020? Is that a thing? Right, which I feel the quality went down after 2017, but whatever. <laughs> uh, but no, they, like they're always, you know, if there's a Terminator movie that came out in any given year, I feel like there's a new arcade game for it, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. So, but I mean, yeah, those are all kind of, I don't want to say the same, I'm sure there's differences. But, um, I don't know, Chuck E. Cheese always seems to have some new shoot-em-ups. The last time I went to Chuck E. Cheese, though, it was all mobile games, like Doodle Jump on this massive, comically large screen oh and like fruit ninja and yeah, stuff like giant that fruit ninja yeah. uh, deal or no deal which i like deal or no deal yeah crossy <laughs> road's my jam though like for real and i like crossy I road love but that game i don't want to pump a quarter a quarter into it every time to play or a dollar at chuck e cheese yeah that's a good point yeah i think guys... the, the most recent arcade game i've seen and i know this is going back a little bit and another tangent was cruising blast that one's a 2017 game it is very pretty in a lot of ways but even that one, like it seems more about the frame rate than it does about the actual graphics aside from car models. That sequel to Cruise in USA? Oh, yeah. Okay. Nice. Never even heard of that one. I have to check that one out. I love Cruise in USA. Yeah, I hadn't either. I, I don't know what happened to racing games giving you another race if you get first place in the one you pay for, but that's Oh, gone. that's bullshit. The races are like three minutes. It's a buck for a race. Win or lose, it's a buck. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> what a cash grab that is it's a cash grab meets the reverse of everybody gets a trophy it's like everybody gets you know a punch in the face i'm not great with metaphors i blew my metaphor uh with the the fairy thing we only need one an episode <laughs> there you go i don't need to overload it with that yeah there's the audiogram <laughs> uh yeah so i yeah i think we should wrap this one up um there's still so much more to cover in regards to arcade games, Konami or otherwise. Uh, so I think, you know, if you enjoyed this one, you should definitely continue to follow and subscribe. Um, speaking of, uh, I know we don't hit on this stuff too much. We do have some uh, content that's been coming out for Patreon. So if you're into that whole scene, check us out. Do that. You won't be, uh, you won't be disappointed. Yeah, actually, so for the month of March, which is when this episode, I think, will come out, uh, Paul and I 
did some commentary over Masters of the Universe, Dolph Legend Classic, yeah. with Franklin Gellia Skeletor. So if you like that movie and you have a copy, you can listen to our commentary as we watched it. And if you're listening to this one, after the, the uh, reboot has come out, and we're talking about the 1987 movie. There's a reboot movie coming out? I think so. No. Yeah, there's a new Masters and it's of the about Universe time. in development. Don't you dare future-proof this guy. <laughs> Press me to cancel in 2030. Yeah. <laughs> All we right, loop so it back around to Rygar. Let's, uh, right, it's a giant time loop, this, this podcast. Let's, uh, let's kind of sound off here. Uh, Werewolf, where can everybody find you? Uh, Twitch and Twitter. Search W-A-R-E-W-U-L-F-F on Google. Tell it you meant it. I'll come up. <laughs> I thought you said you weren't giving us that every time. I, it's not every time. I've left it out a few times, haven't I? There you go. Damn it. <laughs> Sick chick. Uh, where can people find you? What are you up to? See, now I feel like I need a tagline. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, I'm Sick Jake. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter, S-I-C-J-A-K-E, and you're welcome. I like that. <laughs> no, here, here's what you need to do is, Sick Jake, S-I-C-J-A-K-E, tell Ask Jeeves that you meant it. <laughs> that's, and that's then you can't get sick. Current reference. Wow. <laughs> Lycos. <laughs> wow. Web, web crawler. Paul, tell people where they can find you, please, sir. You can find me at geocities.com slash Paul Search Alta Vista. Yeah, my ICQ number is 106. <laughs> I still remember my ICQ number. Oh, I don't, man. You're going to want to go ahead and pop in your newest AOL disc and find me. <laughs> All right, cool. So, no, wait, where can they find you? You can find me at twitch.tv slash palsh109. That's P-A-L-S-H-109. I love it. And then I am Guy Prime for the retrotherapy. As mentioned, I've been on a bit of hiatus for the past month and a half. Uh, but you can find me on twitch.tv slash the retrotherapy. Uh, otherwise, of course, here on Press B to Cancel. Until next time, everybody, I've been charming as hell. We'll see ya. Insert coin. <laughs> pizza. There you go. <laughs> What's wrong? Insert pizza. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Special thanks for music go to Arthur the Last Ancient on Spotify or The Last Ancient on Bandcamp. For more episodes, please visit our website at pressbtocancel.com. And also, feel free to like, comment, and subscribe, and check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Patreon. As always, thank you. This has been Press B to Cancel. Thank you.